I gotta preface by saying if the shoe fit, that's it. And if it don't apply, let it fly. But dog, I gotta address the homies. When I say the homies, I mean the fellas. Dog, you never know somebody like you think you do until you get them around they women or they be around women, bro. As dudes, some of us know, or some cats might be in violation. You never know somebody until they get around women. And with this, this just brings me to my next point. You know, I've just been taking notes over the past week. I've been hearing a lot of stories and in personal encounters, bro. When you cats get around women, bro, y'all act totally different. Y'all act totally different. Y'all be talking extra macho like y'all be having control over your situations. But... But in actuality, it be, look, zero control. Boys be, look, jumping, hopping, skipping, moving mountains. Look, doing all kind of extraterrestrial, extracurricular type activities, bruh. With no control over situations and just capping when you get around the other fellas. Hey, bruh, I'm not sure who guilty of this, bruh. But hey, control your situation. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nice. It's your boy, Raj Move. Wow, it's your boy, Lose, a.k.a. C-A-P. Um, a, a term that I heard from Rumble's, um, I don't know if it was Rumble. I, it's either the Harry. Uh, I think the Harry might have been the one. This podcast brought to you by the Harry. I think he came up with this idea of everybody run their ship differently. You mm-hmm. know, that that and that, that's a very... It's a very um, common thing, right? That, you know, people in relationships act differently, man. I could talk about boys. I could talk... Like, I, I know some of my friends who completely different people when they're in relationships. I know yeah. some of my friends that when they're around their old lady, they act a completely different way. And you wouldn't yeah. even know them when, from Adam. That nigga ain't like that. Exactly. <laughs> that type of Where thing. the bitch is. But I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing or, or or whatever. I think people just some people just don't like to mix their worlds and they yeah. and all of they all of the stuff they got going on with each other. I mean, I, I I'm gonna always say, and for everybody who pretty much know me, I'm the same with a in a relationship or not. Like the way you are gonna see mm-hmm. me acting in around yeah. you, I'm gonna act the same kind of way in front of my <laughs> yeah. old lady because my old lady gotta know. Who I am, cutting like how you be acting, and if and if that's not the case, if she don't know who I am, then this ain't go. This destined to not work. Nah, yeah. they got extremes, obviously, but I'm just saying from like the most basic way of putting it. What are y'all thoughts on Rumble's room rumbology just then? Rumbology, I think that's definitely a thing. I think it just depends on who you are. Like you say, everybody handling their shit different. Um, you know, some people tend to be more private with their shit, or you know. Be like, you know, I'll keep my little shit over here and my shit there. You know, and mix it, uh, you know, a little bit instead of throwing the whole pot in. It just depends on how you handle your, you know, how you handle your stuff at home. Whatever works for you. And my, I just feel like whatever works for you, do that. See, I, um, my interpretation of what Rumble was saying is that um, 
all right, so we all kicking it. We at the house, and you cool as a feather. And then we go out, um, you know, we end up, you know, at the bar or at a little scene or something like that. And we end up around some females. And all of a sudden, um, you know, you're not really that cool no more. Like, you, mm. you, you trying hard. Mm. And mm. I just think you should, you know, like, you should just really know your friends, you know. Um, I also think that people struggle with self-control. And I think that they let their, I guess, if you will, their hormones kind of like take over their whole body, like their whole persona. Around <laughs> the different. Um, but personally, I got a lot of, got a lot of, um, got a lot of respect uh, for myself <laughs> whenever I'm in those circles. And I also, I also try to, uh, try to make sure that I'm like very, very um, aware of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like in my in my younger years, like whenever we would do things like like you know go out to the bar and and be around females and stuff like that, like if I'm if I'm noticing like my partner got a better shot or something like that, like he got that, like I gotta I gotta fall back. I can't keep on talking about my Camaro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and I feel like they got some dudes that will really really like mention the fact that they played a college sport or have a nice car or, or make a lot of money or do all of those things just to try to get the upper hand on their friends. And that's not cool. I mean, it's going to always be some dudes who get in front of chicks and do a whole bunch of shit, you know, do a whole bunch of extra shit. That's never going to stop, bro. You know, it's going to be a dude. You be talking, he come over there with the slick hate. Uh, when you go, you know, turn your back, he comes slick hate and saying something. That's, that's never going to stop, bro. You know what I mean? I don't care if them friends or not. It's niggas. It's just niggas. Especially if y'all been drinking, uh, he been he been eyeing the two, you know that that shit gonna happen. You know what I mean? But um, for me, at the end of the day, bro, with that, that's that's out of line. But you know, however you handle your little relationship stuff with your friends and front your friends. So you I think your thing, bro. Well, I think it's crazy because Lawrence, he, I mean, Rumble said like he told he told the line of both of those kind of comments, right? Like mm-hmm. he started by talking about how you get in front of women and you act totally different. And then he yeah. said, y'all don't be controlling y'all the situations and y'all don't be controlling y'all relationships. So, I mean, it, I think it's kind of, yeah, like Raj said, it's two different two different ideas. And I mean, that's what yeah. I was more referencing this. Like, you know, I'm talking about everybody running their ship different and that's how I feel about relationships. But, yeah. oh yeah, it's, it's, it's always going to be a clown in the bunch who don't understand, oh, yeah. who act totally different when it comes to being around women and yeah. just put, put on in such a different way. But, you know, I think that that's a, um, I think it's a cultural thing in a sense. I think it's a regional thing. I think it's upbringing. I definitely think it's nurture, not nature. So I think that, you know, I think we learned, we learned in high school. Do. No, but I mean, we learned in high school that haters finish last. And yeah. and if you and if you say somebody else's name, like to try to to try to win, cutting boys got all kind of different ways they try to win. That's just absurd. And yeah, I, I think that like hating comes in so many forms and fashions. And you might not never see that out of a dude, like, until, you know, like, I mean, let's just say you had best friend weekend or something. And then, like, you know, you're on them things. And then the boys just cutting <laughs> 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 stepping in, cutting. And, and like, hey, man, let me get me, cut. Oh, man, I mean, you know. <laughs> so, you never know. You never know, shawty. You, you never, never know, shawty. <laughs> And if I was out with my partners and one of them started acting a little um, flugazy, oh, that'll burn my boot at, man. Let me tell you a couple of things um, that burn. 
my Buddha this week. The first thing that burns my Buddha is lotion sweat. <laughs> That's why you can't, you can't, you gotta apply the right amount of lotion in when it's humid. You can't put that. You can't. You can't put. You can't put that. You can't put that. That, that wintertime lotion on when it's hot outside. You got to put that summer amount. It's a different amount of lotion you put when that, that human is human out, bro. That's that's my main dilemma. So Denver is very dry, but I oftentimes say to myself, "Hmm, do I want to put lotion on and be sweaty, or do I just rather be dry?" And I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Most of the time, I just choose to be dry. My legs look like crocodiles right now. <laughs> crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yeah. My legs look pretty bad. It's, I'm telling you, it's bad. Like, no, it's, you just put ha- sectioned. You put half the amount, like all quarter of the amount, depending on how dry the air is. You just put a little bit, just just to get them a little lather, but you know, just so they won't be cracked. So but you don't put them your... so they'll be moist. You don't, you don't want them moist like it's cold outside. <laughs> You just so Raj, want if you stepped outside with a with a with a Lacoste a Lacoste shirt and some Crocs and some shorts, they'd be like, "Oh man, you're doing too much, cutting. You got Crocs everywhere, cutting. Crocs on your legs, <laughs> Crocs on your feet." No, but Lowe's, you're absolutely right. And I think it's the black dilemma, cutting. Like yeah. I I've, I said this maybe on the podcast before, but I just like whatever. Maybe I didn't. There was like an episode of Frontline one time on um, on PBS, and they did a special on Sharpstown High School. And it was about this kid who was like maybe trying to get through high school, maybe not, whatever. This light skinned nigga. He's a senior in high school, had been kind of dropping out, whatever. And then they just showed this one scene when he was at his house and he's about to go to school. And that boy just was putting that lotion on. And I was sitting there like, just, I cracked up laughing. I was, might have been high. But I was like, God damn, that, I said that boy putting on that lotion. And I was like, damn, that's something you really never see in TV. Like, think about it. When, when, when they're depicting, like, how people live, you'll see people comb their hair. You'll see people get their hair done. You'll see people routine. get their hair good. You'll see people mm. brush your teeth. You'll see people put deodorant on. you see people in the shower on commercials. Mm. Cutting, when you ever see a black dude on TV no, never put on lotion. Put lotion on, but we put on lotion. Yes, every morning. When, I mean, the dilemma for me, the, the worst dilemma for me is just this one. It's the, um, I just worked out. I just took a shower. I'm still kind of sweating. No lotion. Cooling off, but I need to go somewhere. No I'm about lotion. to leave out the house, cutting, and then I try to put that lotion on. Oh, man, I got to get in the car with a wife beat on. Yeah, no Because I'm going to sweat. I'm going to sweat. Yeah, no That's, cra- That's crazy. That's- I'm, I mean, I'm just like visualizing, like kind of just from my like um, mental memories, uh, being in a place that's uber humid like Houston. Mm-hmm. And... And I I remember going to like a pool party, and of course you know you're gonna wear shorts, so I wanted to put lotion on, bro. And it is a different, it's a different thing. Like I probably would reconsider putting lotion on, even more so living in a in a humid place, because lotion sweat does also burn my booty. <laughs> well, I think like like I said, depend on you really depend on when you take your shower. If you've been had your shower when you're already fresh and you about to go, you're gonna need some lotion. But if you just got that shower thirty minutes ago, you might not need that lotion. You still got that that <laughs> little, you know what I mean? So cr- if you about to leave in thirty that, minutes, you from the shower. You might not. You might need a little bit on your hands in between your thumb and your partner. But you, you might always need lick. Know, you can always lick that. You, <laughs> you seem like, um, you know, first and foremost, you can't spell lotion without lose. So, <laughs> <laughs> 
that had to be said. And you do seem like, you know, you do seem like you know a lot about when to put lotion on and how to do it. I'm dark skin. And I appreciate it. I, I want, you know that I wanted to come to you. I was like, man, I'm about to start wearing do-rags. And I was like, who I could hit up? I'm about to hit up Los. I know Los know how to do the do-rags. So, um, so man, I might hit you up, you know, from time I to time you. to, you I know, you. to make sure that I'm doing my lotion thing right. Just tell me, just, just tell me the, the temperature. Just tell me the temperature, and when you got the shower, bro, I got, you. Right, I got you. screenshot. Yeah, and I got you. I think everybody crusts different, though. Like, I, I, you've never heard of the concept of like ashy black versus creamy black. I mean, I used to yeah. use this all the time. Cutting, like, you could, if you're black, you know. Cutting, if you know, yeah. you know that you could look at a, a person. I mean, you know, nine times out of ten, it'd be you, you'd be talking about the the opposite sex, and you look at somebody, and you're like, mm, that thing, cr- that thing, crusty black. Or that thing, ashy black, versus they could be the same skin tone, like it could be the exact same color, but creamy just look different than mm. like ashy. And yeah. I think ashy black people got to put on lotion way more than like you know creamy black people. But I don't know, maybe creamy black people because creamy because they put on lotion. Hmm. I think so. I think it is. Mm. I think they do have something to say for taking care of yourself. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's all it's man. Listen, that's a whole. This, that's a deep dive. I, I hope you. It. I hope. I hope you enjoy my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was about to say, "I hope you're creamy." And, uh, and not the alternative. Yeah, well, I, hope, I hope so, Cutting. I've, I've used it before. Ugh, that thing, ashy black. What you doing with that thing? Nothing. Uh, and you can be ashy black and light skinned too. So let's not yes. get that part twisted. Yes. You know, creamy. Mm. You, you, just because you're yellow don't mean you're creamy, Cutting. You could be no. beige. Yeah, tan, tan cutting. That's not. And I and I think too when you when you light skin you ash like that it looks it look it look uh, it's a different look on you. You almost got like a crackheadish hue to it. So like why white people don't get ashy is another question. But the real they question do. is, do white people buy lotion? Hmm. Hand lotion. And if and if they don't hmm. buy lotion. Then why aren't like all of the like Jergens and, and Neutrogena or whatever to know why they ain't all got like a little black person on it? Cause like <laughs> like, like like Murray's hell 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 thing, like a little nigga with the lotion. Hair. A little nigga putting lotion on his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Cause black folk have something to say. Black folk try to counsel them. Just like the, the <laughs> Just like the Angel Mama pancake. They want Angel Mama on the pancake. I like Angel Mama on my pancake. But uh, nah, oh. you know. They try to cancel. That's a great. That's a that's a great question, because I I I got a lot of Caucasian friends, and I don't know if I've ever seen any of them put lotion. On. Let's let's take this back. Have you, have we ever seen CNH put lotion on his legs? Maybe on his hands. On his hair, right maybe. Where uh, hand lotion? Yeah. Put leg lotion. No. Body no. lotion. No. Never. No. Never. Elbow. Mm-hmm. No. No. Never seen it. Not a thing. I I have seen ash on white people before, but yeah. it's blendable. You know, so you talk about white privilege. That is white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> when you do I not can't. have have to have the expensive lotion in your, lotion in your budget, or lotion but, sweat. Yeah, or lotion. But sweat. on the flip side of that, all of the all of the lotion um, brands they do market to white people. Exactly. Yeah. So they're saying they should like, wear it if they don't. But 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 no, that's not what I'm saying. No, I'm, I'm saying that they don't even wear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need like, to come is, up with our own brand of lotion and market it to niggas. I mean, and, and don't they have uh, that Shea Moisture? 
They probably do, you know. But but like I said, I, I need a black person on the thing, like a mm. you know, putting some yes. lotion, putting lotion between their fingers, cutting like between yeah, yeah, their that. ooh, that's it. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> but in a before and after, so we just got <laughs> lotion, daddy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> lotion, I was just lotion. I was just about to say lotion, daddy. <laughs> BFW lotion, daddy. Stay yeah, moisturized. Okay, work on it. Look, hey man, somebody out there help us. If we know anybody who's a chemist, let's 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 get this popping, man. Or maybe yeah, we could do it like going. everybody else. Like if if niggas can have clothing lines and niggas can have shoe lines and niggas can have boutiques and they can have um, everything else that they could have in the spur of the moment. Yeah, we could we could probably have a lotion line. Boy, sell yeah. beer. I do. Us. I I do know people that make their own soap. I don't know anyone mm-hmm. that makes their own lotion. Yeah. So I feel like we, that might be next level. Well, they, they they make their own body uh butter, whatever that crap is. They make that stuff. Like uh, they, I have seen body butter before, yeah. but it's usually oil. Like it's usually just oil based. Now they got the cream, daddy. Cutting what we could do is just go to Dollar Tree, buy some lotion, put in some of the essential oil in that boy, and then put like another little one little ingredient and then yeah. repackage it. Cutting yeah. that's the play. Real Be simple. on the lookout for best friend <laughs> lotion, <laughs> daddy. <laughs> On the website, <laughs> on the BMW site, coming real soon. Real well, right before right. it queue up that music to say, it erases all the ash away. Got right? That, that, that part. <laughs> Man, the next thing that burns my boot at this week is uh, don't borrow money from me and cash at me back. Really? Uh, what you mean, cash? You borrow. I, I saw the link and I thought it was, I saw a comment on this and I thought it was great. Nigga, you borrowed twenty dollars. You didn't borrow nineteen dollars and ninety-seven cents. <laughs> I'm on my full twenty back. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Give me that instant. I need that instant transfer. I need that part. That okay, part. I got you. Well, I gotta I send got you. You. you can twenty-one dollars. You can sell me if you want, Curtin. Don't send you twenty-one, back, bro. Yeah, exactly. My barber used to hit me on this. Like he'd be like, oh, man, you paid me the other day. I had a little fee. And I started being like, hey, bro, all right, I caught you. I'll pay you $5 extra. It's not a big deal. Like, but the convenience of not having to go get cash and stop yes. and get some money to go to the barbershop. Yeah. Like, nah, man, I, I'm paying for that convenience. Yeah. So, I mean, just in general. some extra five gave him extra two. How much a little fee? I think maybe the first time I did it, I gave him an extra two. But, mm-hmm. you know, in time... You know, COVID times. We've talked about this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Took care of you. I don't get a cut every week like I used to, man. Yeah. So I'd I be feeling bad. I'd be feeling like that man got to pay bills with them them cuts. Yeah, and my barber charged so much, I don't, I, don't, I don't be giving that boy no uh, tip. He getting enough. <laughs> Somebody told me they, they figured out where I lived at. It was like, oh, man, they got a, a barber right down the street you could go to. And I was like, bro. the fuck I look like just going to a barber down the street? Cheating on my barber. What kind of nigga you think I am? Yeah, like I just move, like I like I, like if I just move, that's one thing. Like you don't just be asking me to go. I got morals, man. That is I, not the play. Who does that? <laughs> what they do that at? Man, the next thing that burns my boot at man is a couple of things. Were off for watching TV. The first thing is I was watching Hustle and Toe on A and E, and Toe Tug drivers who 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 say shit like. You stopping me from doing my job, and, and mm-hmm. you already hooked up, and, yeah. and, I, and your car is mine now, man. Tow truck drivers burn my booty. Yeah, I don't like them either. I don't like the, they, the way they seem like they, it's so sneaky how they get you. You know what I'm saying? But like, I mean, but you gotta if you approach them, you have to talk to them carefully though. 
Because they do have your car on there. <laughs> you got to watch how you talk to that man. And they be, I mean, ho- and wonder, they be carrying that thing too. I wonder what's the limit. Like what is the point of no return with the tow truck driver? What you mean? I mean, I don't know, Rod, you understand that question? Like if I'm in the bar and I look out the window and I see that man pulling up, mm-hmm. what's the point that that man feel justified that that's his call now? Once he take it like, off the ground? Yeah, I think yeah. it's once he once he get once he gets any type of connection to your vehicle. Mm-hmm. So like if he hook it under, I think once it's underhooked, like once it's clamped, that's his. Yeah. So but I have been in situations where I've I've been parked. I, I remember vividly being at at the keg. Now, I don't remember who it was. Called me and say, man, they towing cars out here, and they had about five tow trucks lined up, ready to tow cars, all in the parking lot that I was in. And I took out and ran and went get my whip. Once I'm in my car, that's a wrap. Yeah. But that's my question though. If you run out there and that man behind you will, but he ain't put nothing on it. But like you're close enough to where, hey, whoa, 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 that's me, that's me. You good. If that man, if that man just decided to drop, drop, I oh, don't know, cutting, I'm already here. I already got you boxed in. Ooh. I think I think on a lot of levels is him is his word against yours. And the way what that show made me realize is that the police is gonna side the with the tow truck driver. driver. Yeah. They're gonna say, man, it's private property. Wrong. You're in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. Like well, I, when I normally when I was coming moving. Yeah, from what I seen, long un, until he hook you up, you good. And most of them let you go ahead, especially they got a bunch of cars in the area that you know they've been towing, they towing. Most of them dudes will let you, uh, you know, move it if they ain't hooked it up yet. But once they hook that thing up, you got to give them something to let it down. Once they hook you up, I've been in places. The the stuff that I hate the most is when I didn't like my rook early in Houston. I might have got towed like twice, maybe since I've been living in Houston. But a couple of them was like going to a pl- a, like a place where the the the, the parking lot was completely full, mm-hmm. and then like oh like next door. The parking lot is completely full, but they got spots. Mm-hmm. So I go next door and park way in the back, and then come back in it and tow my shit at mm-hmm. the spot next door. Mm-hmm. Like that's just a next level of because of, to me that's just pettiness on behalf of the establishment because they watching outside like oh he got out and he didn't walk over here he walked over there get him yeah I'm about, I'm about to say you know a lot of time they be working together mm-hmm. the boys in the park gonna be working with them dudes man and, they, and I don't like it because they'll let you park. <laughs> they let you park there like oh do your thing man and then you look up you gotta drop that 45 in the I middle just, of fun <laughs> I just I just don't like I know that that Los is speaking to an experience that we had on a, on a Saint <laughs> shot evening um, when I Los ran across the street that man already had your shit hooked up huh yeah and phew, anyway he was he was reasonable do, to some I, money yeah as I immerse myself in the situation um, um, yeah, I could see a situation. I could see it where a, a tow truck driver might already be behind my car and be like, "Yeah, bro, I'm, I'm, I got you already. I'm not moving." And then what you gonna do? You gonna, like, like going back to what Lo said, you gonna fight that man? That man might be justified to shoot you. If you had you know, a big like, truck, maybe you drive forward. But that's all. I can't even think about it. You know what I mean? I'm talking. You well, yeah. I mean, what I said was boxed in. So yeah. Boxed in. Yeah, if you boxed in, you know, like, yeah, that's a wrap. If you could go forward, you do, I mean, I guess in my situation, I'm thinking you're going to risk property damage mm. or damage to your vehicle. So you might as mm. well just 
I think at that at that point, like I would be very very irate with that man, and then I would probably in the end, like right before he start to hook me up, offer him some change. Like, man, look, let me just pay you. That's how it normally works. I, I mean, that's, hey, that's, that's how, how it got it. Yeah, that's how it got to work, really. Let's see, asshole. But then sometimes, it might if you go, work, but if you go, but if you go too hard on him, he'd be like, "Nah, fuck that. You got to come get this bitch just to be a dickhead." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean the the woman in the little video, like the I mean in the the show, the cops came, sided with her, and then she said, "You know what? I'm gonna let you go because I'm feeling nice today." But just waited for the waited for the cops to come and like tell her she was right. I was like, because she was like, we don't normally let cars go that's unhooked. She's like, go give us five stars on Yelp. I'm like, nigga, who gives a tow truck driver five? I mean, I guess people, I guess, I guess if their job like is like my car broke down, help me tow it to the shop. Yeah, then that then they're a good Samaritan. Yeah. But I think it's just this a good and the evil. Uh, Anakin Skywalker and a Luke Skywalker, like a a red and a blue of this um of this tow truck game. Cutting if your job is is helping people, that's good. If your job is being a dick, I don't like it. That's how I feel. Cause I don't think I had ever really thought about it in the big picture till just then, and now I've thought about it in the big picture. Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you the next thing. <laughs> I'm serious. I had never really thought about it. But let me tell you the next thing. I hope y'all enjoyed my second tier talk. Let me tell you the next thing <laughs> that burns my Buddha this week. And the second thing, oh, well, the second thing in regards to that. So the fourth thing is eye for an eye culture. Now, this is crazy. This goes a couple of levels. I was watching Death Row Stories on National Geographic Channel. And what I thought was this. This is going to sound wild. That... Uh, black folks are never on the victim side of executions. Hmm. So I, I don't know if I've ever seen a scenario on one of these shows or even in real life that I could think of where the black people are the people in the room watching somebody getting executed. It's always a white boy who killed a white boy and the white boy getting executed. Or a black dude or a Mexican dude who killed a white person and that white person and the black or the Mexican getting executed. You never really see black people getting killed and then someone getting executed for them getting killed. I know that that sounds, that's that's a bunch of levels. But what are y'all thoughts on that? Oh, hmm. Yeah, I've never seen that before either. Ever. I mean, in my head, I think it's kind of like... I'm sure it's happened, Black though. Lives Matter. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I know, I'm sure I it's, it's kind of like a never. Black Lives Matter type of thing. Like, do like they life matters so much that we will kill somebody over killing them, but the same don't happen. I guess unless you're a police, I don't. I just I don't know. I don't know. That whole execution thing in general bothers the shit out of me. Yeah, I'm think, I'm thinking about the. I guess it has to be you know most time when they execute people, it's only a few states that do that, right? So you have I think you have to you have to kill a you have to kill either a bunch of people or Kill, kill, kill somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you gotta do some, some really fucked up shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go ahead and just say this that I don't think I've ever seen that before either. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, it's something. Yeah, no, it's something to think about. But I'm also with Lowe's. I think it's. I, I, I let me say this. I like to hold out hope that it has happened. I don't. I guess I don't want nobody to really die like that. But I, I guess if people do die that way, I hope that it has happened. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, because if, if we find out, if we do a study right now and we say, it's oh, happened. man, it's never happened. <laughs> it's happened. I'm sure it's okay. happened. Okay. I'm just making sure because I've never seen No, it. no. I watched this, the, the, the People versus the Klan or somebody versus the Klan on CNN recently. And the boys who who lynched the, the black dude in the 80s in, in Alabama or wherever, they got, uh, they got one of them okay. got executed. So it's happened. I'm just okay. saying, it just seems like every time I watch those shows, it's always... A white family who's watching somebody yeah. it's never, get executed. It's never uh, Big Mama and them in there dressed up with their yeah. Sunday's best on watching that white Do you have any die. last words to them? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or even watching a black dude. Yeah, though. I watch them, yeah. You never, you never see it. Um, I mean, a couple of things come to mind here. And this is going to be maybe the most egregious part of what I'm going to say. But bear with me. I think that part of it in my head is the forgiveness of black folks. And I think that in our country, we have exhausted and got so accustomed to black people forgiving for everything that that's just what it is. Kind of like Botham Jean when they killed that man. Yeah. And they just went, and they, and, and then the man, yeah. then the chick was like, we forgive him or we forgive the chick or whatever. The, dude, the family yeah, was the like brother. that. I think it was the brother, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the brother. Like, I don't know. I just think black people forgive so much that they probably be coming to like the courtroom all the time and being like, "Yeah, don't kill that man." I don't. I don't think it's that bad though. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> but I, I think it might be another thing too. You know, black people been through so much and so much trauma. Sometimes I guess you know we do. We you know we do rely heavily on religion. A lot, and you know, that man say sometimes you gotta forgive him, forget to turn another cheek, or you know, let the Lord deal with him, whatever those sayings are across the little black uh, religion world. But you know, <laughs> people got a bunch of different ones. But you know, sometimes people just you know be like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna forgive you so I can heal. You know what I mean? If I don't forgive you, I can't carry that around because that way heavy, that hatred heavier than forgiveness. Awesome point. Awesome point. Because that was kind of the biggest thing. What I hate would burn my Buddha. And honestly, it, it had something to do with the fact that it wasn't black people. But more so, even it, that black white thing was just a commentary. Mm-hmm. The biggest thought I had was just that, man, why y'all so mad? Like the victim's family are always just super mad. Mm-hmm. Like, and I get it. I get it. You killed somebody. I get it. Like that that person killed your loved ones. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I just don't know if I have it in me to be sitting there like, man, I yeah, I need you to die. I need you to die in that electric chair. Cutting, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that does. For I mean, me. I don't know. I would not I would not feel that way. I might want you to die. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm saying, I but know I, 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 know, I do know I can't go watch, though. I do know that. I couldn't. I, ain't, mm-hmm. I don't want to go see that. I know that. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I don't want to go. I don't think I would want to go either. Yeah, I don't think I can go see that, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to do something really, other than me wanting to keep myself, like, you know, some close family, you know. You know, I feel like I know it probably needed the moment I want to kill you or whatever, but to go watch somebody that I that I understand. Yeah, but to, I understand yeah, but to, you to, yeah, but to go watch but, you get electrocuted or take that in your Sunday bed. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying. My good suit smelling good, smelling like that now. I don't, I don't think I want to do that. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm sure smelling like formaldehyde yeah. and um, frankincense <laughs> and a hint of myrrh and a hint of myrrh. But uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I'm pretty sure I don't want to go watch. You know, so all of that's a weird flex to me. And then they little comment, like I said, be like, oh, man, them people, them people, they had it coming. And OK, so now I'm going to link it to a story that's in the news today. 
And the story that's in the news today was that um, Vanessa Bryant is being criticized by LAPD because they're saying that she's doing too much. Like, she's trying to kick back, like, um, or push back the discovery in the lawsuit that she has against, um, like, the L.A. County Sheriff or whatever and the L.A. County, like, Sheriff's deputy and all of that. Because she's like, they showed pictures of Kobe and the little girl dead, um, and them people need to pay money in restitution. Did you see the pictures? I haven't seen those, the pictures. of them actually like... No. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's what LAPD is saying. <laughs> They're like, man, the pictures never got out. Like, you keep acting like this is... Like, everybody didn't see the pictures. Yeah. They're like, people in the department saw it who weren't there. Yeah. And that's what she was mad about. Like, that the, that the, the police officers yeah. who was on the scene first or whoever yeah. took a picture of it and then showed it to other police 155 officers. 155 people saw it. In, <laughs> that's that's what you're reading. No, right? no, like, no. I mean, no, I'm if it's saying. that, if that, yeah, yeah, you just guessing. Yeah, yeah. So if if that, yeah. And and the, the police are like, man, y'all doing too much, cut. You 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 you're doing too much. Like if you had something to discover, discover it by now. Why are you trying to keep prolonging this? And like we got other stuff to do. And you're like, <laughs> honestly, this to me, it feels like one of them situations where she she lost her family yeah. she lost a child and she lost her husband Need something to do and she's just still looking for somebody to blame mm-hmm. yeah like and it kind of goes hand in hand with that execution thing mm-hmm. like you have to like somebody gotta be punished yeah. for my loss yeah. and well you know in both cases yeah. that that person not coming back yeah you know sometimes people lose people they try to uh fill that void with something you know what I'm saying? Now, you know, she got the two kids or whatever. I mean, I guess this is some way to kind of vindicate their death some kind of way to her. I don't know. But I I, I do think she's doing way too much. You know, I get you being upset about that, but to keep it going this long and, you know, as much as we be on social media, we haven't seen those pictures. I think, uh, you know, it wasn't, I'm not saying they're right, but I mean, after you, after you get money from them, uh, you know, because I'm sure Kobe left you a bunch of money. After you get that money from them, then what? Can they release the pictures now? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not being for real. I'm being for real. Like, he, we'll pay you. So, can we release the pictures and get paid off of them? Like, relax. You know what I mean? I get it, but relax. All right, it's over. I just don't know what, what ground, like, what ground do you stand on? Like, what is, like, what are you... Like did that? None of that was gonna hurt that man' legacy. Like and and then and then like y'all said, like I'm I was a little confused about the situation because I didn't really I didn't really read too much on it. But knowing that nobody like that it did not get out to the public, and somehow she got word that somebody saw a picture is like the craziest thing to sue for. And we talking about something totally different. But I do think um, that there are times where. I roll my eyes real big whenever I find out why somebody is suing. And this is one of those times. <laughs> like, chill. Like, you didn't have to sue. Just make a post. Post on Instagram. Why are you suing? Oh, why no, does but, someone need to get fired? Like, what, but this what, the what's thing. going on? That's even worse, Raj. I, I love it because I'm going to throw this right back to you, Raj. She did post on mm-hmm. Instagram. She posted the names yeah. of all of the police officers mm-hmm. who were so say involved. And then... L.A. Lakers, Kobe Bryant Nation was all like sending them boys death mm-hmm. threats and sending hate mail and shit. She did that. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's more than enough to me. <laughs> That's too much to me. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm just saying. You should be good by now. Like, I'm, you know. But I mean, I'm not saying that she should have posted names and whatnot, but like if you upset, 
I do think that Facebook or whatever or Instagram can be an avenue for you to get your feelings out. You know, I mean, I don't necessarily use it like that, but people yeah. do. And so if you want to say, hey, sh-, like, I'm real disappointed in the LAPD, you know, sheriff's office, whatever. I'm, I'm real disappointed in mm-hmm. them. Um, it, you know, word came to me that they, you know, released pictures of Kobe. I'm I'm fine with that. Like I'm fine with her being upset and and letting people know why she's upset and bringing light to somebody that did something that she didn't like. That's cool. The death threats is a whole nother a whole nother thing. <laughs> like that's a whole nother stupid stupid stupidity. Yeah. Like why y'all out here like this? Like you because you're a Kobe fan, you're gonna send some police officer a a, a death threat? Like that's yeah. crazy. People it's all it crazy. They do it for I less, right? You know that. Man. It could have been could have been worse if it was the Beehive. It'd have been a whole lot worse. But my thing is, oh Trump supporters. Oh yeah, oh my God, they'd have raided. They'd have raided the police station. But uh, <laughs> but my thing is, okay, you did that. You know, the mumbles or whatever Kobe little people are, they did what they did. I'm, you should be cool. <laughs> you know, them people got death threats. Family like to deal with some stuff. You know, like I don't know what are you trying to get out of the suing part. You don't need no money. So what are you trying to do? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, like I, I think it goes full circle to the point I was trying to make that I think it's just a way of grieving. It's just like I want, I want somebody to, to have some blame. I want to feel some. I like, like you said, low, find something to yeah. do. It's just a, you know, you know, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking how I would feel if I was her, and and if I made that post, and then finding out that those police officers got death threats. She should be ashamed. Like she should feel sorry, and in some form or fashion, that she did it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like I just think, I just think that maybe she doesn't understand the influence that she has being Kobe's wife and being like kind of that last piece of Kobe that we have outside of his YouTube highlights and, <laughs> and um, tennis shoes, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, which we never will get. So, uh, is, so you know, in in in, I think she should y'all? like that would make me drop like like Lo said, there should be some level of satisfaction, if you will, that um, that she caused these families yeah. grief. I just don't know the point of well, suing at this point. What do you want from that? Like after that, you sue. Yeah, you need. I know. I bread. know you don't need the money. That's we know that. Didn't she? Didn't she not give Kobe mama bread? Didn't she like get into some whole shit because Kobe mama wanted that? Little? I don't know. That I don't know. Or was it her mama? It was somebody mama. Might have been her mama. Shit, I don't know. Might have been. Might have been. Let me, let me tell you the last thing that. Hey, well, not speaking of one here, <laughs> my lip gloss is popping. Is that what she? Hey, man, look, let me tell, let me tell you the last thing that burned my boot out this week, and that's that dirty people been waiting, waiting for masks to be fucking optional. Oh my god! And these new mask mandates, the dirtiest people is the people with no mask and trying to be just in the mix. That burns my boot. And Raj sitting in customer service. The people who come in with no mask on, they gotta look like the dirtiest people. Uh, so mm-hmm. no, um, they're not the dirtiest people by appearance or by like mm-hmm. physical dirt. Um, but <laughs> it's very, very mental dirt. Like just, um, you know, like just people. Like most of the people that have come in, like I had, you know, it was one guy that came in and he was like, "We're not doing that no more," or they said we didn't have to do that. And you know, I'm usually. The guy that was like, hey, man, look, you know, you could like you could go outside. We'll just take care of you outside. Like if you if it's that big of a deal, you know, um, 
I'm anticipating having someone come in that's gonna really like push the envelope, like like fight for his rights, if you will. Like, and that's the people that I don't like dealing with. That's the people that don't want to wear a mask and refuse to wear a mask and talk about how they oh I, I ain't worn no mask since uh since we started. And what's funny is that some of these people you see them in in Walmart. Are in grocery stores with their wife, and their wife got a mask don't. on, mm-hmm. and they don't. All, all their kids do, and mm-hmm. it's like, so your wife could do the right thing, and you got to like that's crazy. Like that's just crazy that y'all live in the same house, and like y'all can't talk about what the doing the right thing mm-hmm. is. What's our What's our combined definition of doing the right thing? Right. Yeah. I'm it's not gonna a- go nowhere with my significant other, and she doing the right thing, and I'm out here wilding. Mm. It just can't happen like that. Yeah. I, I equate yeah. you jeopardizing the whole arrangement. I, I, I equate those people to the, the dude who comes in the bathroom in a in a thousand dollar suit and takes a shit and then walks out, don't wash his hands and walks out the bathroom biting his nails. Like them the type of people who don't wear masks in my opinion. For the most part. They be all in H E B everywhere. <laughs> just walking around raw dog and air in around everybody doing whatever. Like you don't know, the most times the the dirty people they be having masks on they just wear them wrong, <laughs> right? Under yeah, yeah. Clay, 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 Clay Thompson. Yeah, listen, to, I'm 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 thinking about it in the context of wear your mask or who gonna wear their mask or who not, and I think that it's just a it's a it's an interesting kind of idea about mask wearing in this that. People don't wear a mask and like in the CDC came out with these guidelines. And I think it's it's kind of like a little catch 22 of sorts. It's like we come up with the vi- the vaccine. You guys could c- get the vaccine. And then there's so many weirdos and nut jobs out there saying shit like, well, if we got a vaccine working so good, why would we need to still wear a mask? Mm-hmm. And I think the CDC and the government is kind of like cracking to that mm-hmm. and saying, okay, we gotta show people we have confidence in the in the um, vaccine, so we're gonna ease these mask mandates. But in a perfect world, still wear your mask, cutting like it's nothing. It man, it matters none. We all have them. We've been supposed to be wearing them for fifteen months. Why are you so hyped to not wear a mask in a store? Outside, I can yeah. see, but in like people' house, in the store, around, like get the fuck away from me like get away from me without a mask and then you know they, they just announced uh person. in school districts well i know in my district they're saying on june 7th masks are no longer required they're optional for students and staff inside the school building june 7th they did they started that just this may they, I just got. I just saw the email t- today. Now cue up that music for nothing nice to say. You know, he early. He early. He was. He early. Nothing nice to say, but I'll do nice. Ain't nothing nice. You hear me? Hey, so I saw an article that came across my desk today, and it said that airlines could soon start weighing passengers before flights. Word? Man, look, they're talking about actually letting people, making people step on a scale because um, data airlines use to measure passenger weight to ensure um, safety onboard planes may be outdated as the obesity rate of the United States continues. Like, so they got like this average weight of how many people 
should be able to should be on a plane and then how much the bag should weigh and then how it should be safe. I mean, honestly, that kind of makes sense. It says the weight of an average adult passenger in a carry-on bag will be increased to 190 pounds in the summer and 195 pounds in the winter. And that's up from 12% from 170 and 175 noted by the new FAA standards. So they assume a person and their bags are 170 to 175 pounds. Man, that's (laughs) crazy, Cutting. That is, that is, that's a lot going on, man. Um, All I can say is I want to die now, but I can't even understand how that would feel. If I walked into the airport and somebody said, get on that scale, nah, bro, you can't fly today. <laughs> you got you got a fat gun. So, so I'm going to say, keep me safe. All you want to keep me safe. And I want to definitely say safe. But I ain't got nothing nice to say about people taking away my freedoms and my liberties to fly. So I won't say nothing at all. I got. I saw that as well. Hold on, so... You have to be 190 pounds like you and your bag together? No, I think no. what they're saying is on average. That's what they account for. Raj, does that sound right? Yeah, they're just saying that the average person, the average adult passenger in carry-on bag used to be 170 to 175 pounds, and now it's a 195 mm. pounds. And so they like probably do their mathematics on how many people can be mm-hmm. on the plane, how many yeah, bags yeah, you can have, point. how many yeah. seats you can sell based yeah. upon 170 Man, pounds. Out of line. Now that plane, they say that plane be sitting like real low on the yeah. rim. <laughs> like it be scraping the ground on when it land. But yeah, that's that's you got right. you know how long it, you got to. I mean, I got to get to the airport another two hours earlier to get weight. <laughs> Well, maybe they do it with a little scanner. When you right, walk in boop. and you put your arms up, then they put your oh, weight yeah, up. Put it, yeah, yeah. Mm. That would be not the worst thing, but cutting. That'd be so wild, cutting, if they stop people. I don't know. They never said nothing about stopping people like, hey, from flying, hey, per se. Hey, but you ate too much today. <laughs> well, if, well, if you well, if you go on vacation and you good going, and on the way back you had ate, and you're like, nah, <laughs> you got to drive. <laughs> I wouldn't wouldn't put it past some folk. I wouldn't put it past them at all, man. Listen, uh, Raj, I want to go back to this because I got a couple of sports things that I wanted to talk about, really. Um, And the first one was um, the story you sent. John Terrius Bryant, a former Austin P football player, cornerback. He so say became the victim of an embarrassing NFL tryout hoax when he was invited to the Falcons training facility by someone impersonating defensive coordinator DPs. Mm-hmm. Now, the dude basically said that he got a message. It was from a, um Atlanta area code. They told him to come. They told him what day. That man got there. ATL was like, nah, we straight. So, Raj, you sent the story. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's wild that they didn't just let that man try out, you know, that, that might've been like, you know, like a, a, a blessing in disguise for him. That man could have been the safety of the future. You never know. But I mean, everything, every single thing in my, like in my um, critical thinking points to man, that man friends. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Because I really <laughs> think that man friends did that. <laughs> I don't think that they just got random people out here that's like, hey, go take a big flight. Like, I think people that are doing hoax, hoaxes, hoaxes, I think people that are doing those are doing it for personal gain. And I really think that that man either got a, a homeboy that's <laughs> wow. Or he got a he got a, a, a crazy ex, ex. You know, like somebody that don't. Oh, a crazy ex, yeah. Oh, like Rob Smooth. Like, like I feel like old boy would do that to you. <laughs> Rob Smooth <laughs> would never do that to nobody. He he mm. would do it, but before you left, like, hey, no, no, at mm. some point he'd stop. But that was me, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't send it. Cutting. So my thought is, maybe he wasn't fooled. Maybe that nigga just pulled up. Because let's 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 look at it big picture. When I saw the story and Raj, you said exactly what I said. They was like, why didn't they just let that man try out? And I was like, and then once that story get out, somebody gonna let him try out because it's gonna be like too much of a feel-good story. So that man not I mean, quote unquote it's embarrassing, but that man gonna get a shot. It's the first thing I thought when I read it, and I was like, so if he played his calculus right, that nigga might have did that on his own. I don't know. Well, it's the, it's the Atlanta Falcons. You, you you don't know though. It's the Falcons. You don't know if that man put that in his phone. You know what I'm saying? You, you just don't know. You can make a Google what you call it, and then text it to yourself. And be like, no, somebody really did. You know. So you you just don't know. You ain't got time to be. Because if he really was in, but Los, if he really was embarrassed and he really was like, oh man, they got me. Why would he post about it? Like make this big fire post that was like, I want to say thank you. This is the post he put. I want to say thank you to everyone who has been in my corner while I've been pursuing my lifelong dream of playing the NFL. Apparently, the opportunity of attending rookie minicamp with the Atlanta Falcons was not a legit opportunity. Someone contacted me from a 404 area code number pretending to be DPs, the DC for the Atlanta Falcons. I did not realize it was not a legit opportunity until I traveled to the facility for a rookie minicamp um, on Wednesday, May 12th. It is most definitely one of the embarrassing things that has ever happened to me in a very humbling experience. Just want to apologize to everyone in the Atlanta Falcons for the mix-up. I honestly thought it was a legit opportunity on my end. I do not know or understand why anyone do this, but I do know that everything happens for a reason. Yes, this was um, heartbreaking for me. Just another stepping stone that I'm not afraid to admit or overcome. At the end of the day, this will not make me or break me. I will continue to fight and for my dreams, and this is what I really want to do. And so on and so forth. Doesn't that feel like? Oh, he might I be don't good. Fake. Yeah. You said this. You said that everything on yeah. the internet was fake, like seventeen yeah. episodes ago. He, it, it was well put it's together. Like, like he, I think it, his mama and his sister. It's not no, a it's dumb not, idea. Not. And it's then you know, too, even if it is real, you know, a lot of kids, kids nowadays, they, they don't get embarrassed like we would. You know, certain they put anything out there. You know, certain things we wouldn't put out there on the internet. They have no kids, they put anything out there. But this one. Definitely seems like a, a a great plan, like well thought out and well written and everything. Show up and he probably thought like he thought, man, they let me try it anyway. They let me just get out there. Just, right? That's yeah. the worst that could happen. The worst t- that could happen. I'll turn them around. No, that's the best that could happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Right. I'm sorry, Rush. The best that could happen. Yeah, nobody ever knows about no. it. He gets to try. Just tell me. I'll no. just tell me no. No. And then if they tell me no, my backup plan right. is. Man, I, I say it was a big hoax. I put that thing out there. I put it See, on social media. I let people daddy. repost it. And the first thing they're going to say is, man, why Atlanta didn't just let that man try out? If they don't let me, they're going to look yeah, like man, the bad Atlanta guys. Said, man, fuck this shit. We ain't got time for that. 
<laughs> we ain't got time to be feeling bad. We trying to win. Tired of losing. We ain't got time to be feeling bad for that cat. So you, so Raj, you do know the the after effect, right? That that man actually did get tryouts afterwards, right? Where? I mean, I figured he wouldn't, but I didn't. But I figured he would. This is a big story, and he was mm-hmm. actually an athlete. You know, like I mean, that man wasn't just, you know, just a regular dude at the house. Me. Hey, what's up with the uh, the Atlanta Falcons looking for you to come through? Like, I don't think, you know, so I think he was looking for that opportunity, and I think he was somewhat deserving of it. Doesn't surprise me. So, he's attending the um, Hub football. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck, H-U-B football. Has invited Austin P, John Terrius Bryant, I mean, Austin P, DB, to Terrius Bryant to his May 23rd event per source. Um, And basically, I don't know what the hell that, HUB football event is, but Adam Schefter reported it. Not the black Adam oh. Schefter. So that man is like getting a shot. So I mean, I don't know. I'm saying a lot of things, cutting it's just the flex is um is 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 real in this one. So hopefully, you know, we got something, man. The other the other sports story that I came football. that came across my Yeah, I don't home, know what the hell that is. That's probably just a home undrafted for bastards. For Undrafted backs. <laughs> <laughs> Only running backs and cornerbacks can go to it. Okay? Seven professional semos. Um, so no, the, the other um, the other story was that I don't know if y'all saw this today that the league is talking about possibly running up to thirty two teams in the NBA next season because of the money they lost with COVID. That's a crazy next reason. Season? Yeah, like next season they were talking about. Like adding two more teams. Now this is kind of rumor mill shit, but I've seen it on a lot of different rumor mills, and they're basically saying that the two cities that lead the the charge are Seattle and Vegas. So what do y'all think about that as a whole, as a as an idea of a thing? NBA with two more squads. Hmm. I don't see. The, I don't see the problem with it, man. Yeah, I don't see. The, I don't see sure. it. more squad. The only thing is, is the only thing is, is 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 Los before you go. This would make me very, very, very happy because that would mean that New Orleans would be moved to the Eastern Conference. That's not what they took. That's not what they shopping, Raj. And that's that's not what they shopping. Cutting. Not that it's not gotta the, be. Not in what I saw. You know who they did? Cutting? This is so wild. I saw yeah. like a whole re re um realignment. No, Memphis is still in the Western Conference. They put um the Timberwolves. With the Bulls and the Pistons and somebody else, because Minnesota's right up there with Chicago and okay. and Detroit okay. and stuff, and they left. And they, it was like New Orleans, obviously New Orleans, Houston, Dallas, and um, San Antonio. So uh-huh. it changed to four teams in every division. So if you guys know this in basketball, which is the weirdest thing, that is five teams in every division except for one division on each side mm-hmm. has four. Right? Am I saying that right? No, no. It's five in every one. Five in every one. Right. Um, but I always thought of that as a weird thing to have 30 teams because the symmetry doesn't make sense to me. 15 teams in each conference, 16 makes more sense to me, like football. Like, it's hard to go past that. Anyway, that's me mathing it out, <laughs> nerding it out a little bit. Just but those, num- those numbers don't make sense because if it's 16, then that means eight teams make it and eight teams don't in each side. That makes sense to me. I don't know. Well, I guess 10 teams making that shit. <laughs> For real. Tennish. <laughs> Them boys get to them boys get to say they made the playoffs since the Spurs lost tonight in the um 
whoever else lost last night and got in the, the Hornets, the boys get to say they no. made the playoffs. You had a play-in game. I would take it. I would take it. If I was a team like the I think I think it's okay, so I am definitely yeah. reaching right now. <laughs> but I think if you are a team like the Hornets and you got to the play-in, you did all right. The young team, your best player is a rookie that they didn't expect to be rookie of the year. Well, I mean, you, you yes. can—I mean, you can say I you did all right, but I you can't say you made the that playoffs. That's a, you can a say, positive. Yeah, we had a good season, decent season. We can build on this, but you can't say we made the playoffs. I don't see. I don't have no problem with them being, you know, happy about how they did. Okay, but you can't I, say you I, made the playoffs. But in the NBA, I mean, in the NCAA, them boys be like, "Oh, we made the tournament." And them boys make the playing. Totally different thing for NCAA. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's a whole how. I'm not Why? even talking about. Why? I'm not even talking about Texas Southern. I'm talking about like the like 11 seed that be doing like UCLA made it to the Final Four from the play-in game, yeah. right? You know, like yeah. I don't know. I'm just, my point Final is just that some people look at that as making it. Cause I don't think they made it. I mean, I don't think that's making it if you lose in the play-in game. But you know, well, I don't think it is this year. But if if they continue to do this every year, then I think eventually it will be making the playoffs. Mm. It's like the wild card. This is the huh? first year. Yeah. This is the first year. So yeah, we like, oh no, cutting the boys ain't make no playoffs. <laughs> kidding me. Because we used to we, we yeah. used to the way that it's been. But whenever this becomes the norm, this will you be like making the playoffs. So LeBron never all hate this. Ah, that's a good question. Raj, you you just resident sports analyst. What do you think about the setup? I mean, I I like I like it. I don't whatever any I think that there's a bunch of dumb stuff that, um, you know, dumb ideas that the NBA and the NFL tries. And this is just one of them, you know, like it's just an idea. It's just, I think that they're just trying to create controversy, if you will. Oh man, a play-in team won the whole thing. Like just if something like that happens, it'll be something to talk about. Um, But I do know. Let me, let me tell you, let me tell you why I like it. Let me just say this one last thing why I like it. Because, and we kind of were talking about this before the uh, before the podcast started, because there's so many teams that are resting players and so many so many people that are getting hurt. And the, the league was very condensed into 72 games this this uh, this year that I do like that they they kind of gave they kind of like removed the the competitive the competitive edge of just like oh I made it in and I'm done I can I could go play my seven games no somebody's gotta somebody's gotta like deserve it you got to put your your best 10 guys out there and go and get it for one game i like that this, this is I this hope is LeBron what i doesn't make it this is this is what i say sometimes these are good ideas and i'm like this basketball thing is fine i guess it's fine but when you got a vested interest like i hated that shit in the football like when they say let's add another team to the to the playoffs and now the Saints got to play in the in the first round of the playoffs when they would have been had a bye. So I mean, sometimes it's just like y'all doing like stuff that. just just to doing stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I don't. I think for me, it, it didn't. I mean, I, especially with the condensed season, and you know, the teams that are supposed to make it in the playoffs normally make it. You know what I mean? And the the chances of a team having to play uh, like other than the Lakers, like this year the Lakers having to, might have to do it, but they were in the playoffs already. Anybody outside of the eight, if you have to, they're not. If you're a nine seed, nine times ten, you're not going to make it to the championship. That's because you got to play seven games. You got to win four out of seven. You know what I'm saying? 
So I just, I just, it's a waste of time. It's a bunch of extra games play. I know they, I think they're looking at trying to have some extra games to get more TV money. That's what I think it is more than anything. Because they, it, it, Taysom Hill wouldn't have got hurt against the damn, um, against the damn Bears. And Latavius Murray would have got to play in that game too. If we had yeah, a I just Yeah, I think they just make enough for it. And even with the, the people who are playing in the playoffs, you know, they play late into, into the bubble. I just think it's a waste of time. Honestly, and just go with the eight man and stop this extra bullshit out. Just fuck. It's real simple to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes I think I think that it's a um, a very American thing. I you hear this before, and I might I might have shopped this on the pod before that. Um, like in other countries, they don't do playoffs in no sports. Like it's who if you win the regular season, everybody play everybody, and if you win the regular season, you're the champion. And that's like how it is in. Most soccer mm. leagues around the, the like, then people be winning. They win because they won the league, cutting like because they won the regular season. Playoffs is really just a thing yeah. for more money, cutting to get more people yeah. like pulling up. So I mean, if you look at it in that aspect, then shit, put them all in the playoffs, man. Have a like, have you know a big I mean? two like, A tournament there. there. Rolling, put all the teams in there right. and just seed them. It don't. And that's why they say it don't always crown the real champion at the end of the playoffs, and that's. Super true. Um, yeah, man, look, switching topics to somebody who's playing in the playoffs right now in Africa, <laughs> J. Cole, man. Y'all was listening to that J. Cole yeah. album? Y'all got a chance to, to yeah. check that thing on or not? Yep. Um, what are y'all thoughts? Raj. I liked it. <laughs> I liked that's all I like. <laughs> that's, that's all I, I got to say about I it. I like it. Like, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't I didn't deep dive into it. I don't know the names of songs. I just was kind of listening to it in the shower and in the car and and I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's it's the J. Cole I've been waiting for. Yeah, I listened to it a few times. It's straight. I like it. I'm not I don't really have a, a big hot take on it. I mean it's J. Cole, you know, he rapped about J. Cole type shit. Uh, <laughs> it's J. Cole, man. It wasn't nothing new. Um a couple of cuts on that were straight, but it, it wasn't nothing that I'm like, oh my God. Nothing like that. Let me uh like I'm gonna ask this. I, I've I've said this before about J. Cole. I feel like his songs you a lot of times don't have a lot of replay value. You'll play it mm-hmm. one time, twice, and then you're like, oh man, that shit was clever. Then it's yeah. kinda like, oh well, this right. shit's not all that dope. Uh Los, would you rather listen to a J. Cole album or a Moneybag Yo album? Oh, Moneybag Yo. <laughs> Raj, um, would you rather listen to a J. Cole album or I don't know who's a good equivalent for Raj that you love, like a, like somebody who's... T. Grizzly. Because it's not money bag. T. Grizzly. T. Grizzly, I guess, is... I, I would, that's a good one. Bro. Would I rather listen to him or One Hit Wonder um, uh, first day out? Or, uh, <laughs> I mean, you say T. Grizzly, you have uh, fucking Bobby Bitch. <laughs> Which is <the> murder. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, I'd rather listen to J. Cole. Like, I guess you could ask me Big Sean. Okay. Like, well, not Big Sean's rather... on the on the on the level. You know that. Okay. Big, yeah. Big Sean's on par. On par. I'm yeah. saying they gotta have some street niggas that got some some shit that's not very intelligent that you would say, <laughs> hey, I listen to that before I listen to J. Cole. Then it would just be a random rap life playlist on, on, on Apple Music. <laughs> um, rap life playlist. And and no, let me let me give it to you. I probably just Yo Gotti shit is better that. than his too. I would rather pump your I'm I, I'm a, I'm gonna put it to you like this. I am, I I'm am the worst. 
I'm the worst aux, uh, aux mm. controller ever. Like I suck when it comes to like, oh, like this, we need to listen to this in the car, and um, and I was in the car the other day with somebody else was on my aux, and it was and it was it was popping. So I'd rather listen. Yes, I would probably rather listen to like that kind of street playlist or or street album, whatever the equivalent of money bag yo to los is to me. I'd probably rather listen to that on a daily basis. <laughs> and and what what kind of comes for a circle to this is me is that I told this to Los the other day. I said that cutting NBA young boy and Fredo Banks and Moneybag Yo, cutting boy is all better than J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and by better, this is my this is my rationale. That them boys all more consistent. Them boys all drop more albums and more music. Them boys is more relevant. They be with their fans. They be doing music on Instagram. They be knowing how to do like the new technology. They they TikTok it up. They do the whole nine. I feel like J Cole drops the album what every four years. And it's been five. It's been five years. And it's like and supposed to like and we the world. It's a it's a good it. album though. It's a good album. But, but after I heard point. the first gotta, three times, I listened to it in the bathroom getting ready. Yeah, I listened to it in the bathroom getting ready. I, I listened to it on the way to work. I listened to it on the way back home. A uh, little bit just chilling around the house while I was cooking. And then maybe one more time after that. And I was like, all right. Um, okay. No, I mean, I listened to it all as well. And I'm and once again, I might I haven't said this, but I like the album. Yeah. I, I just, if I had an opportunity to put on Fredo Bangs or J. Cole, I'm putting on Fredo Bangs. Dog. Right and now. I, I, I know that that might be egregious to some. However, <laughs> yeah. that is like a that is like nah, that man more relevant, cutting these yeah. right now, cutting that man got a song called Apennese. I don't. Speak <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> cutting that bitch, go on, cut. It's uh, better than anything on J Cole's album. Yeah, cut, that number number ten on on um. Moneybag, your last album, whatever it's called, um, that one with that little old school beat, God, that's yeah. killing anything on J. Cole's album. <laughs> By far. Now, J. Cole had some little, oh, okay, I see what he did there. That was clever. Like you said, okay, I see what he did right there. Okay, that was cool. That was nice. Okay, I see how he put that together. Yeah, you get through doing it twice, you're like, all right. Um, yeah, play play that Moneybag, yo. I that got beat was alive. Put that Moneybag on. <laughs> I got, got Play I Got Time Today, please. Siri. Um, <laughs> listen, bro. At the end of the day, man. I, okay, I said I was gonna go here, so let me go there before we get out of here, man. Listen, Peaches is better than anything on that man album, meaning that Justin Bieber is is <laughs> so much better than J Cole. I know it's two different types That's of music, two different genres. But listen, what I'm saying. Listen, what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's. We were just talking about music. And we were talking about music that go hard and stuff that I want to listen to. And I was talking about in the context that J. Cole is never something you really just want to listen to. You want to hear it to see what he said, but you don't never really want to be like, oh, boy, I want to listen to that shit. I don't know. That's how I feel. Now, Raj, I know why you're jaded. And I know why you're torn right now. Because of fucking, um, what, what was the name of his album? The first one that you used to love so much and know every song I, don't, on. I didn't used to love it. I still love it. Some Hills. Um, Friday Night Lights. Friday night. Friday night lights, yeah. Friday night lights is his first mixtape where he had he had cuts. That man was that shit went ham. I agree, yeah. Raj. He was still hungry. But that's when that's when he was the version of Fredo Banks. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's when he was Fred O'Banks. Now that man is like, now he's something different. Cause now he Wyclef Jean, and I'm just like. That boy playing basketball in a, a professional African league right now. Mm-hmm. Him and Kyrie need to both go. Cut, so I said so that about wow. Bieber because I wanted to say this. Because I wanted to say this before the podcast was over. I said that about Bieber. This is the ultimate question because I think that we developed the ultimate versus the other day when we were just talking. Bieber versus Bruno. Who wins that versus battle? Probably Bieber. Um, I think it's a tie. <laughs> I think Bieber. Like, yeah. the, like, I think Bieber, and I think Bieber got a lot of hidden cuts, and and honestly, like I don't, like I care to listen to Justin Bieber. Like I listen to his albums, and I like, like I can run them straight through. I've never really ran straight through a Bruno Mars album, hmm. so I guess the edge would go to Bieber for me. That's but fine. I mean, I in, a battle situation, a Mars album. <laughs> in a battle situation, in a battle situation, we talking fifteen, twenty songs, singles. yeah, yeah. Yeah, just give me singles, and it's a, it's a tie. No, beef got him, bro. You can't do that, man. You can't. Okay, with well Bruno, if it's if if we going okay. on if we going off of singles, then it's Bruno Mars. But if it's like I gotta listen to somebody's entire album, which is is not a versus. You asked the question, so Bruno is my answer. Okay, that's a very that's a very legit point. I mean, I think Beeb's probably got. I think Beeb's wins. Cause I think his 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 I think even fifteen songs deep. Yeah, Bruno got shit. It's it's close, Bruno, man. Bruno it's did close. the Super Bowl twice. I know, but this was my point on that. And I mean, I don't know how this sounds, but if Bieber wouldn't have been around niggas getting tattoos and doing all kind of stuff for yeah, the years t- in his career, the twist, the twist did him in, man. Bruno, Bruno could be around black people and and keep them at a distance. Beeps was kind of used too involved in black culture. That's why he never did the Super Bowl. If I had to guess, but maybe he not really. No, if I had to guess, that would be my reason. And the same reason Chris Brown not he doesn't look the part. That that that's my reason. Justin Bieber don't look the part. Not like you see Justin Timberlake never allowed himself to look like niggas. Yeah. <laughs> not in public. What? Well, yes, he did. He used to wear he used to wear them do rags with the hat. But then he, he but, but he, he knew never how to, went full nigga. He never I was about to say, but he knew how to dress it up though. Like he knew, how to, okay, that's enough for that high. I think no, I I think Justin Timberlake did that shit, and he was like, ah, y'all know I'm just I'm just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just selling, I'm just selling albums, just selling records. That's it. Just know, selling I'm just playing. <laughs> like Beef actually like is with the shit. So mm-hmm. I, I don't really like them like. But that. I still think as far as hit <laughs> hit for hit, like I think out of all out of both them boys' catalogs. I can't just pick the best song because I'm gonna go with "Love Yourself," mm. but but as far as like you know, I don't think that that man got that much stuff that's gonna mess with like 24 karat magic <laughs> and and uh, in the in the in the thing with Cardi B. Like I don't think. Oh, I forgot I about that, that song. I, I think that Bruno Mars has more singles and hits than that man. So I, I, my my edge goes there. Uh, I get it, but if you know that song, where are you now when I need you? When that come on, I'm hype, cutting. I mean, I'm just saying. That man got hits, yummy, cutting. That man got like, okay, anyway. So, okay, I think Justin Bieber, I'd like to see it. I feel like, I feel, and maybe I'm forgetting, um, but I feel like Justin Bieber got a solid 10 songs Hmm. that hit the radio. 10. 
Because he don't put that. out a lot of music either. I can believe that. Maybe he got a solid Bruno team. Mars makes a lot of music. So while Justin Bieber, that man Justin is, Bieber don't say like, Justin Bieber is the singing version of um what's <laughs> J Cole, Cole. <laughs> J Bieber. I'm not saying that. Go ahead. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying I just think that he has more. So <laughs> I think quantity over quality in this situation. You're right. He's only got six studio albums in eleven years, but that's an album every other year. That's still a good, still a good rate. It's not like a bad rate. And he got 15 uh, DJ Khaled songs, too. Yeah, we didn't even think about those uh, those um, <laughs> those features, man. Now you got me. Now you got me deep diving. How many albums Bruno got? Uh, Raj. One, two, three. Oh. Cut and stop it. That man got three albums. Y'all talking about all these hits he got. I don't know about them hits he got. I don't Shut up, him. Raj. That man got three albums and Justin Bieber got six. I think I'm back on my... I think I'm back on my... Justin <laughs> Bieber's got more... <laughs> man got like got, it's not just about got, albums, though. Got more better stuff than that, man. It's know. not just about the albums. Here he go. Now, he don't want it to be about the albums, y'all. Y'all, he don't want to, it to be about... I'm to listen to Bruno Mars tomorrow and see all these songs y'all tell me he got boo. I know he got a few hits, but not like that. Okay. Like, Okay, I'm gonna say U.S. charts. Oh my my God. U.S. charts. My World 2.0, number one album. This is this is Justin Bieber. Under the Mistletoe, number one album. Believe, number one album. Purpose, number one album. <laughs> Changes, number one album. Justice, number one album. Bruno Mars, Doo-Wops and Hooligans, number one album. Unorthodox Jukebox, number one album. Twenty Four Magic, number three. Highest charting ever got to was number three. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was looking at UK. So I'm all wrong. Doo-Wops and Hooligans was the number three album. Unorthodox Jukebox was one. And 24 Karat Magic was number two. So Bruno's albums have never been number one except for one time. And every Justin Bieber album Come was on, number man. one on the charts. I mean, that's, you know what I'm saying? Maybe racism That's so That's so that crazy too, because like, mean, well, here's the thing. You're talking about albums and we're talking about a versus battle. So you got to look at the, the you're right. singles. You're right. You're and, right. And if you look at, like you look at Doo-Wops and Hooligans, you got Just The Way You Are, Grenade, The Lazy Song. What is that? I don't know some of these other ones. Well, that's the Lazy the only... Song. I, I don't feel like I could do anything. <laughs> Nothing at all. I ain't never heard that before. <laughs> I, I, I've heard the song. Yeah. Tonight, I don't feel like doing anything. That's a, yeah. I just want to lay in my bed. That one. No, that, that song. Uh, Gorilla and all that was on that. Marry You, that's a big song. Count on Me, that's a big song. When I Was Your Man, that's a big song. Treasure's a big song. Gorilla's a big song. That's what I like. 24 Karat Magic. Come on, man. I don't know. Maybe it's equal. Maybe I thought that man had way more songs in that because <laughs> he hit the Super Bowl twice. <laughs> But that Yo, man should Al, hit the Super Bowl. Al, Al that man hit the Super Bowl it. twice with like three albums. That's kind of impressive. Yeah. Alex Justin Bieber well. would have J- Jason Justin Bieber would have hit if his last name was Timberlake and he didn't get them <laughs> tattoos and wasn't around niggas. He is the post Malone of singing. Oh, like you, you be around them black people too much, they're not gonna let you just nah, bro. Well, the post Malone to be around black post Malone just post Malone. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He did assimilate, but I'm talking about like the culture wise, yeah, like, looking like. And I'm yeah. talking really well, more tattoos. He like a biker dude. Yeah, he like a post Malone like one of them biker beer drinking. You're right. You actually right. Post yeah. Malone might not be the right answer. Nah. Like, <laughs> 
You gotta get somebody like well, no, M- like Eminem. Eminem, I don't know. Yeah. Which, I don't know. But, but that's Eminem, I think 10. Justin Bieber not really. I don't think Justin Bieber with the black stuff no more. Like Mm-mm. not not around Mm-mm. them no more. Mm-mm. But there was a time in his career that stained him for white people. Yeah, him and Twist. <laughs> Little Twist was living with him. They were blowing dope, <laughs> sipping syrup every day. Yeah, it was bad over there. Keyshawn Johnson following that man in his little Prius. Like, it was bad. It was bad over there? Yeah, it was bad over there. I had to put them niggas out, man. That's why they made that song, Don't Go Over There? Exactly. Don't go over there. <laughs> little so twist so there. <laughs> little twist there. Mm. Don't go over there. Who's that, French <laughs> Montana? Little twist that's, there. That's, that's, little that's, twist there. <laughs> Hey man, listen, that's all we have for y'all this week, man. It wasn't quite an extended clip, but a little bit longer than um, per usual, man. So until next time, man, y'all do the right thing and uh, have a great weekend. I like I like when Roger do that better. Make it a best spring weekend. They sent this. They had this one um, post that Britney sent the other day, and it was like um, it was a little post on some list site, and that shit said it had which party you going to, party A or B, and party A had it's time to do the percolator, it's time to do the percolator, and they had a whole bunch of people dancing at a little house party, and then song B had uh. That once you wobble your leg, then you something. Mm. Once you back that thing up, back that thing up, that DJ Jubilee, and they had the video <coughs> and cutting forty-seven to fifty-six percent of the comments was cutting. I'm going to party. Hey, I never even heard of that second song. Oh, um, whoa! Cutting. I thought this was a. I thought this was a Louisiana centric post. No, because the percolator is like a little north north song. So it was like I think it was a north south north versus south post because a lot of North Louisiana, no, like, north, like north. Chicago versus that boot. But what, and what's the percolator song? Hype? Time to do the percolator. What? Time to do the percolator. And it's something like that. That's all I know is the time to do the percolator. That's all. Yeah, that's and, it, and it be and it be jigging to it uh, in a certain type of way, mm. and mm. the and cutting. I just. It, it leads me to believe that maybe New Orleans bounce didn't get as worldwide as we thought it did as as other things, which we kind of I think we kind of knew that. But like, no, I knew. I that. think I if they had to put New that New Orleans bounce was localized. So the one we was talking about the other day, Raj, that that Luke, uh, what's that number one zodiac sign? Mm-hmm. Is it Scorpio? No, mm-hmm. is it Libra? That probably would have done better in the competition on social media. Because more people probably knew that Luke, um, two live crew shit, mm-hmm. than Jubilee. Jubilee. Obviously, obviously, right? Like, all I, they I thought back Jubilee was a staple of all black school, maybe. but everybody didn't go to all black schools. Never mind. You right? But I think talk that stuff now. Roll right. with it, maybe. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Maybe not that one particular yeah. cut they played. Cut. Uh, that's not the name of that song. Talk that stuff now. Roll with it. But that one. <laughs>
Now, but that song, yeah, that's what we, <laughs> but that one, but that's what we had meant. You know yeah. what the fuck we meant, yeah. <laughs> Talk that stuff now. Fuck I mean, I'm really know. trying real hard to figure out. Get it ready. Yeah, get it ready. Get it ready is yeah. exactly yeah. what it's called. I, I was like, I know, I know the name of this song, and it's not Talk That Stuff. Now roll with it, but I'm about to lay down on cutting. But if Raj had to pick a song from the New Orleans era, cutting. You made you used to make me so happy when you would. Whoa. It's your boy MC Nero, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Got a lot of got a lot of got a lot of respect. Got a lot of got a lot of got a lot of respect. A fool, Nick, Nick, bro. <laughs> hey, do yourself a favor, um, podcast listeners. DM Raj um ad nauseum and ask him to send a video of him hitting that Nero. You will not be disappointed. There's it's it's few People doing dances like Jay Harry got the Jay Harry shuffle, and you get excited <laughs> when you see Jay Harry do the Harry, do the, do the Harry shuffle. You, you got Rumble; they got images of Rumble hitting that uh, hitting that Block Boy JB. That's a very that's a very it's a very classic thing as well. Um, however, Raj I've on that got a lot of respect. I never seen oh, yeah. Raj hit it. That's oh yeah, funny. Cut, Nico. that's it. It's ready, cut.